Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Love Island Cast Australia. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Well, hello there, Chris. <laughs> I thought I'd fuck you up a bit this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we do so many Australian accents, I'll just throw you. I don't know what to say. You don't, anyway. you don't know what to do now, do you? That was oh, the, no. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, where should we start today? We can only start at the end, you know. We've we've been laying into Matt a little bit and for crying. And I, I saw her on the Facebook page earlier, you know, create a drinking game. When Matt starts crying, you have to drink. And, uh, yeah, he, he was in the thick of it, in the thick of the drama at the end there, wasn't he? Oh, Dave... I mean, you're right. You're so right. And, it, and, and, and we've gone from Owen to Martin. We're like, oh, and there's loads of people saying the same thing. You know, have a drink every time he cries and stuff. There's loads saying it. You're right. I saw the same post. But my God, I, I honestly think he's doing a number on them girls. I, I think he's fucked up completely. And I think it was a bit of bitterness towards Jordan. Now, I'm not stealing your thunder, Dave. You explain what you saw with Jordan at the end. It was a classic. Well, I do like it when, and this is not by accident. This is the producers playing with us when, or helping them write their lines, because I'm not having that when they stand up there, they're just completely speaking ad hoc, you know, and just making it up. It's all very um, deliberate. And, you know, what Matt was saying, the words that he was speaking, you know, about making a connection straight away, you're thinking Jordan and you know she's having a little bit of a smirk there isn't she she's like yeah nail this one <laughs> and I, I fucking love it Chris when they say someone else <laughs> it's just so good <laughs> there you go pissed on your chips didn't I <laughs> yeah I mean I think you're right because it what what was interesting was Jordan had messed Matt up and basically said you've got the personality, but Owen's got this body and, you know, and he's got everything I want to look at as eye candy. I know that's debatable, certainly even by me as a hetero man, I genuinely would debate that these better looking guys in there, but he had the package, he's got the Momoa look, he's got this, you know, caveman thing about him. And she sort of said like, she even said at times to Owen, you, you know, I like spending time with Matt, he makes me laugh, but she never made any moves. And then lo and behold, Fucking Owen leaves, and the next minute she's trying to put it on Matt. So Matt was completely, in my eyes, fucked it all up, Dave, the way he'd been talking, because he did lie to her completely, but she's not really got any leg to stand on. She was getting proper arsy, bitch face and all. And it's like, what you fucked him about just because you your partner's gone. That's the name of the game. And, and I'm sorry, as much as I'm not sure about Isabella, who he picked, I, I genuinely still think he probably did the right thing. But again, in, in typical Matt fashion, he didn't handle it at all. Correct, Dave? Oh, what was he fucking doing? He's like, 
oh, can we have a coffee after? It's just, oh, just fucking let us stew. <laughs> he, he does not read the situation at all, does he? I mean, uh, again, I, I agree. I think Jordan had absolutely no one else to blame. She picked that Neanderthal twat. So you made your bed, <laughs> lie in it, you know? So I've got no time for her because she's fucking gone after him, right? But, you know, I think it's just the way he'd done it. Like, say, the words that he was speaking, he sort of set her up for that fall rather expertly, I think. And so at the end, he's like, oh, everyone says, oh, Paul, Matt, and, you know, fuck him, he's had it easy. You know? <laughs> I just thought it was brilliant. But so, yeah, I... I in her heart of hearts, I, I don't know why she thought that Matt would go running back to her. And I know, you know, we talk about Isabel and she put him straight in the friend zone, but she hasn't fucked him over for someone else. So she might do. And that's what Jordan was saying, wasn't it? She said, oh, you, you know, if another guy comes in, you don't think Isabel's head will turn. Well, yeah, it might do. But yours actually did. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what, Matt? I, I, but Matt, um, do you actually think he made the right call there? Who, Matt? Yeah. Uh, I think the other blonde girl was a, was more bubbly. She's got a lovely character about her, Dave. I can't That's think what I was thinking. I was convinced. I'm like, he's going to fuck them both off here. I yeah. go for Bianca. He's going to Bianca, take a yeah. I think, I think she's a really good girl. She's a pretty girl. She's, she's very bubbly. She's very honest, Dave. I don't think there's any sort of ulterior motive. She just wants to be in there. And when he pissed about, I was like, oh, you're a dick, mate. And, and then uh, the only thing I would say is Jordan was right when she said he's going around fucking moping like he's made some like life-changing decision. And he's like, we've seen this with Matt nearly four times now. Whatever. He's just a dick, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know... You know, before it was clear there was going to be a dumping, I do think Isabel was regretting that she put him straight in the friend zone. Um, I, I do think she ballsed up a bit there because she had eyes for Luke or Josh, whichever, one of the twins. Um, and so I, th I think I respect the fact that she did friend zone Matt. But... Yeah. In hindsight, you know, as, as they've spent more time together, you know, Matt was going full on, wasn't he? He was trying to make a laugh. He was trying to get out of the friend zone. So I, I think he's made, I think he's made the right call. But when he was going on, they'd, you know, the camera work, the editors and whatever, had spent so much time with Bianca. I thought, you know what, that, that'd be a bit of a wild card choice that, and you know, Anna was advising Matt, wasn't she? And Anna was thinking, you know, she's, she didn't really have much good to say about either. So, you know, why not take a punt on the unknown? Yeah, I agree. And, and I'll tell you what's strange, Dave. So just moving on slightly from that. Now, there's a couple of things we didn't really address, actually. We saw them on social media. And you, I think you mentioned it, but we didn't really talk about it, that... Um, one of our listeners, obviously, Raven T, he, he thanked us, by the way, Dave, for giving a mention on the show. He did message Sam and say that he, he wanted me, her to grope me, which I'm still waiting for, Dave, and that's his to grope you as well. So I don't know uh, if we're going to film that or not. But anyway, um, but he, he did actually comment on the fact that there was a video showing Vanessa and Adam sat around a table. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether it was, it looked like a talent agency job, and this was in May of this year. And then you're looking at all of a sudden these now troubling paradise between Adam and Cartier. Now, to me, this is what I'm calling, Dave. You've seen, you know, a few series now. 
there's a bit of uncertainty. I can guarantee in a couple of days when all of Australia's like, he can't do that to Cartier, they're reunited. And he, he was just, you know, thinking and he loves her and all this. And they go on to win the show. I'm, I'm calling it now because I just call that complete bullshit. There was no reason for him just to be weird all of a sudden. I think he's been told to just create a little bit of drama, to be honest. You reckon? I Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to give an opposing view because I thought, I, I mean, I've been in this situation before where, you know, you're kind of taking things at your own pace. And then actually when it's when you feel vulnerable, you know, it, it's an uncomfortable feeling, you know, and you think actually, if I get any deeper here, you know, I, I could really, you know, I'll end up feeling vulnerable and then I'll get hurt. Um, but I'm saying that because that's what I was guessing when I saw the kind of first look and whatever. That's what I was guessing was going to happen. But he seemed to be more standoffish and a bit worried that Cartier was just all in. And, you know, we know she's she's fairly religious. She's only had one boyfriend in the past. I, I do think he's probably right to think she's probably naming her kids. <laughs> you know? So I, I think he might be right to just you know, make it known that he's easing off the pedal a little bit because she's just absolutely all in there. So you might be right there. You know, it might be a bit of false drama, but actually reflecting on it, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. But old St. Adam, you know, I'm afraid he, he's kind of been knocked off his perch a bit, you know, because he's got that bad boy look and we weren't too sure about him, were we? And then everything that he he did seem to have integrity about it, but yeah, this 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 has seen him wobble a little bit. It has to be fair. And and just on a side note, Dave, Sam is actually a few episodes behind us because she's decided to watch it while it's live on the UK. We're obviously about six episodes in front, aren't we, than I think what it's yep. showing at the moment. And I've had to see that fucking dildo Owen again. And then when he told Jesse to brush your teeth and stuff, and I watched oh. it with Sam. And it's even scary when you watch it the second time. And I never, I've not said anything to Sam about who's gone what's happened, anything about Owen, and she just sat there before and went, he's a fucking dick, and I just went, I'm so glad you said that, I said, because when he come in, she was like, oh yeah, he's a bit of me, and on. she said it on the show, didn't she, like, when she, she was on, and I said, I just didn't want to say anything, because I didn't want to sway what me and Dave were saying, and she said, how controlling is that, she needs to fucking get away from him, fucking red flags everywhere, and I said, you've said exactly yeah. what we and a lot of people have said, but that twat's still on my fucking TV, Dave, and I'm that happy because I'm <laughs> joke because I don't want to watch it. <laughs> He's coming back. He's like, last night's kebab. Um, so <laughs> I, I was, I was, I had a brain fart yesterday. I couldn't think of the term. It's gaslighting. I, I was looking for the term yesterday, what, what he's doing to everyone. And, and he, he is, he's a serial gaslighter. And he's just, like I say, no, you know, even though he's gone though, you know, he's, he's still living on, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to keep mentioning him. <laughs> Whether we'll get to the end of every episode, we just drop him in there. I'm not sure, but maybe we should challenge let's, ourselves. Let's get away from that Neanderthal prick and, and let's, yeah, yeah. let's talk about something a bit more cutesy. So, I mean, what do you make to Gerard and Jesse? Nice, Dave. I, I said to you, Gerard seems like a really top guy. He was dressed up today, which I thought was quite good, actually, with him and Matt, to be fair, when he said, should we just go for a chat? And he's got the full bathing suit on, having the pictures. Um, yeah, 
I'm convinced by both of them. I think they're sweet. I don't think there's any malice in either of them. And I think they'll probably coast it to the end, whether when they get out of the villa, there'll be a couple, I'm not sure. But but there seems to be a genuine connection there. So I'm quite happy with them too. Yeah, and, and old Gerard doesn't look bad in a bikini, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't, Dave. I was questioning me. I would have had a chat with him as well. <laughs> No, so it'd be interesting where they go and, and if they go from strength to strength. Now, I mean, what do you make of um, Cassie and the, the twin? <laughs> Dave, it's Luke. It's Luke. <laughs> it's just well, once it's in, it, it, it's behind a locked door for some reason. I just, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it down. I know. Luke, <laughs> I'm going to keep telling you, Anna's with Josh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, th- I think... We're starting to understand. She dropped a comment in there today, which I, I was wary of. You know, obviously, I know I took the piss out of her, and I, I'm a, I had a bit of a go at yesterday. But she did say about up and down days. So whether she's suffering, you know, a bit of sort of mental health stuff, I'm not sure. I'm sure being in that villa fucks with you, your mind in that day. I still don't think it's the right environment for her if the, if she's wants her one true love and the person who's going to be the father of her children. I just don't believe that. It's at all the right place. It's not an environment. I, I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to work out. I, I think she's she's either got too high standards, and everyone she meets, she she just is expecting more. I don't know. She's she. It's almost like someone said to her, "Play it cool, play it cool," and you know, keep her mean and all that stuff. But she's treating them completely wrong. She, she's keeping them mean, and then they're just basically not even speaking to them. They're like an ice queen. I can't. I just get mixed signals with her completely. I just don't understand. Even though it was a birthday, she got a lovely cake and that. That was nice. I'm not sure, Dave, at all. You know what, Chris? Excuses are like arseholes. Everyone's got one and they all stink, right? I just think she's just full of excuses for her behavior. And it, it, I think it's probably role reversal because yesterday she was irritating you and I, I was trying to walk the middle line, but she, she's bugged me a bit today, a bit more again, because she's just making all these excuses. Oh, well, I've been really hurt in the past and that. And, you know, it's just, again, like, what the fuck are you doing on this show? You know, yeah. you've seen other series, presumably. There's lots of them out there now. So, you know, stop coming up with all of these excuses as to why you're so fucking off. And, you know, when she said yesterday, you know, you still have to woo me. I'm thinking, like, she's more like fucking snake charming. You know, <laughs> one wrong move and you get you get bitten. So I, I, they're not going to work. And And, you know, again, you know, she's saying to the... Um, I always call it the diary room. I know that's big brother speak, but you know, when she's saying in there about, Oh, you know, I just wish he'd make more of an effort. Like all I fucking see is effort from him and no effort from you whatsoever. And, you know, so I was a bit annoyed that he baked to the fucking cake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, for fuck's sake, you know, just let her do a bit of pulling for a bit, you know, just, I, I, I'm not having it at all. Like, they are not going to work because at some point he's going to wake up and he's going to go, hang about, I'm doing all the grafting here and I'm getting nothing back at all. And, and the whole thing about fucking Isabel will just never go away. Even like two months, three months down the line, won't go away at all. No, and it's funny that because as I said about the episode I've just watched again, I think it's episode 11, that's when him and 
Cassie had the argument just before the bomb squad come in. And to be fair, I think I couldn't remember when we were talking about a couple of episodes ago, but genuinely we were both right. She just basically absolutely just pied him off. She was a right go. And then all of a sudden she started crying and stormed off. It didn't make any sense. There was nothing Luke really did at that point. So I think I was validating, and you were validating what we said about her. It, it, it was there to see that she just totally overreacted, and the tears come within about 20 seconds. And he, he was looking as if to say, I ain't got a fucking clue what I've done here. And I, even yeah. I'm watching it for the second time going, I still don't know what he did wrong. And this was before he'd kissed um, Isabel. So I, I genuinely, I, I don't get it. I don't get what she's about, to be honest. With you. But you're right. Bad behavior deserves to be called out. And she's just been a bit of a cock at the moment, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, interesting stuff. I think, finally, the, the last thing I probably would say is the, these, two, these two new guys are coming in. And it's a bit weird that two have left and they've come in. There's a dynamic's going to change again. I still think they should have done the bomb squad with the guys. But... We'll just have to see how that one plays out. Yeah, Bianca must be a bit pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of two girls and, and you've got um, a couple of guys coming in. And she didn't really get a, a fair crack of the whip there. She got saved by Aaron. Um, but then, you know, he he's all eyes for Cynthia, apparently. So, you know, it's, it must be tough if, if you're going in there. I mean, I... <laughs> I didn't have too much sympathy when she said, you know, I haven't even got to wear all my outfits. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, who knows what these guys are going to do. But, you know, they, they look as much of, uh, of a prized tool as any anyone. So, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm going to shake things up. I'm going to come in and conquer the villa. Oh, you fucking twat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. So if you want to get in contact with the show, guys, at Love Island Cast on Twitter, or if you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And if you do like the show, please get onto your podcast catching app and drop us a review. Sorry, Dave, dog barts. So, Dave, another great episode. Anything you're going to lead us out with today, my friend? Well, I'll just give a quick plug. So the VHS Strikes Back is one of the other podcasts Chris and myself do. And we looked, we went back and we looked at the 1982 Poltergeist movie and both scared the crap out of each other watching that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so if you want to have a, a laugh and see what we thought about that, going back and, and watching it many years later, give that a listen. It'll drop tomorrow morning. Good now, stuff. Chris, have you got anything to lead us out with? No, Dave. All I'll say is I've still not thought of anything. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>